Hey folks, welcome back to the Wrench Turners Podcast, the show that's about improving the life, well-being, and productivity of mechanics everywhere. I'm your host, Mr. Joshua Taylor, founder and CEO of WrenchTurners.online, a community business focused on mechanics well-being. On today's show, Marshall Sheldon, an HD technician with 15 years of experience, currently working with the Murphy Hoffman Company and HC Kenworth. Today, we get into mentorship, appreciation, the importance of fatherhood, how practice makes perfect, but you have to start somewhere, and the terrible mental state of men in our trade. Let's get into it. Suicide rate in the U.S. is bad. Um, right, right. Knowing that the, the statistics I have is 2016, um, there were 38,000 suicides. And in the top 10 professions of that suicide list, the top number three, number three was mechanics. So right. anything I can do to help our community not only make more money, be happier, but prevent that if I can prevent one. Right, right. Then it's I'll, good to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I've been successful. Um, but if I can prevent more and, and I can help, help yeah, yeah. all of us stay in the trade, work better, work smarter, work happier, whatever, that's what I want. So anything that you can tell me, whether it's a story, experience, current work environment, right. what you've done to make yourself happier, things that you've, you've come across to make you happier in this trade to yeah. try and help others be happy in the trade. Yeah. So we'll start with the happy part. Um, so I like, for me, I'm kind of a mind over matter type of dude. So like if I, and I feel like sometimes, you know, in positivity, right. It's kind of a state of mind, right. And you can mm -hmm. put yourself in that state of mind. So what I do is I try to, I make a point in my mind and I, I think to myself, you know, it's, it's going to be a good day, you know, kind of a, of a thought process. And then on top of that, um, I try to bring up the people around me and I feel like that helps my mind mm -hmm. be more positive. So like, for instance, when someone walks by, I just say, Hey, such and such, I just want you to know that I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And at first I'm going to tell you at first people think you're just messing with them. You know, like at first they're like, Oh, they think you're just full of crap or that you don't mean it. It's not sincere, but then they realize after a week or a two weeks or whatever of you doing that, whenever, you know, you see them in passing or whatever, you're just like, Hey man, I just want to let you know, I really appreciate everything you do, you know, for the team, for, for the, for everything, you know, I just want appreciation, you to know appreciation, just even for the simplest of things can go a long way. Yeah. Um, such a long way. And it's, unreal and and there's lots of statistics out there on especially men uh who feel underappreciated but they don't even know what it's like to be appreciated there's no validation there's no appreciation there's no gratitude towards what they do in a given day it doesn't matter what industry we're talking about right now but specifically with mechanics i know early years of being a mechanic i was super lucky i had an amazing foreman right off the bat um yeah, that cared same. about all of us that, that cared about all of us. He was an asshole, but he cared about, uh, he was an asshole for us, not just for us in the sense that he, he took care of us in the community of our shop, but he was an asshole because like 
this is what you need to learn. I'm going to do everything I possibly can to make sure you learn it. If you're being a jerk off while I'm trying to teach you something, I'm going to treat you like an asshole. You need to learn this. This is going to help you yeah, make yeah. more money. It's going to help you take care of your family. It's going to help you 20 years from now. You need to learn this. Yeah. So there's not everybody has that luxury of being, yeah. whether it's small town or whatever the case may be, not everybody has that luxury of having a great first foreman. And yeah, yeah. that's where that gratitude and appreciation comes in. Like he appreciated all of us. Now he never said it. And then yeah, yeah. here's the small detail that's that we're maybe transitioning into because not everybody learns the same way. If you don't mm -hmm. appreciate somebody, but you think you are like, for example, he'd buy everybody coffee in the morning, not every morning, mm -hmm. maybe once a week. It's usually us buying him coffee. Yeah. Yeah. In gratitude, but he'd buy us coffee or on Saturday morning at seven 30, when we all showed up hungover, he'd buy us pizza Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. shop. At the shop, he'd buy pizza. He bought it out of his pocket. Which out of his pocket, which makes the difference. Yeah, now, yeah. we knew because he that was the kind of person he was. At least I did. I know yeah. the other, at least two of the other guys knew. Because he, he didn't even say, I love you to his kids. Yeah, yeah. Like he's He was that kind of stoic kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, we knew when we were being appreciated. Again, not everybody can be that actionable with that kind of appreciation and you saying it once a week every week continuously to the same people over and over again it's like they actually they, they can it's not just being said yeah it's being shown yeah yeah it turns into a habit right and then next thing you know the guy next to you is you're walking by him he goes hey man i just want to let you know yeah i appreciate you and you're like that really feels good guy i just want you to know I I appreciate you appreciate me that, that that's what it ends up turning into on the shop you know and you know so. what and it's and it's funny when, when you grow up in this industry no matter whether you start when you're 18 or when you start when you're 35 it's i appreciate you but usually it's then go fuck yourself with yeah, a yeah, smile yeah. and yeah, yeah. you get used to it because it's it's really hard for us and i don't know whether you know what i i, I don't know enough women in this trade to know whether they would be as accepting of it as we are because i don't i don't think a, a, a clam punch would be nearly as appropriate as it would us doing the same thing as we walk by and give them like like nutting them in the first like popping yeah. them like we used to it's not yeah, yeah. appropriate but at the same time that mentality that's the i appreciate you i thank you you're my brother you're my sister yeah. we want to take care of you the the verbal side of things may need to come out more because you know yeah not so what it really is is it's making uh, a practice of it right and then i feel like that transitions into you being able to show people that you appreciate them on the next level like your foreman did mm -hmm. where it's like practice makes perfect right but you got to start somewhere Mm -hmm. And I think what, what really started that's, that for me. That, that's huge. That's an epic quote right there. Practice <laughs> yeah. makes perfect, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, and for me, that's kind of the way I did it, right? And I, um, and that's part of kind of like, you know, we can get way in the weeds on it, but like, you know, I'm really big on the mentorship stuff and I have been for like the last five or six years. And like, I have an approach with my mentees where, you know, I do, when I'm teaching something, I do it visually and audibly and hands-on. I want them to touch it and feel it and do it. 
and and but I'm also talking it verbally through the repair and then we also have the repair instruction out while we're doing the repair and it's it all kind of goes together with my my mentorship style and um, I want I'm kind of getting in the weeds a little bit there but where it all kind of started for me was being a father because being a father has made me a better mentor without a doubt. My, um, obviously, um, you have to be really patient and be a good parent, I feel like, that that has been a key. And then also, you know, it's underrated to look at your son and, and give him a hug and say, hey, I'm proud of you. And I never really got that when I was a kid, but I want my sons to know that I'm proud of them and and i think that's really important and when i had that moment as a father you know you go to a, a, a school function and you show up and you can see your kids get pumped because just because you just walked in i didn't think dad was going to be there i'm a dude that works 50 hours a week so when i show up it's a big deal and he thought you know they're about in tears you know and so when i had moments like that as a father i realized that there's young men and women that I am training as a mentor that may have needed that too. I don't know, somewhere deep in there, that's kind of where my mental uh, part of that mentor part is. And so, I don't know. So that's kind of where that, hey, I just want you to know, I appreciate you comes from for me. And then you just keep practicing it. And then, like I said, it kind of becomes a thing in the shop, but kind of part of the culture and everybody is just, and they mean it when they say it, you know? So that's kind of, and it's the positivity it, thing, I think. I think the big difficulty then is implementation because like many things, it can become disingenuous very quickly when you got yeah. when when like trying to trying to capture this for, for technicians and mechanics everywhere, but this is more of a it's gotta start top down. And you get a service manager out there, a fixed ops parts parts manager out there going, Hey, you know, I appreciate you. But they don't know the person's last name well they don't yeah, know their spouse a, or they don't know their spouse's name they don't know if yeah. they have children they don't know how old their children are they don't know what they do as soon as they clock out at five o'clock they don't know what hobbies they have like you can appreciate somebody for the work they do during the day but no matter what you do during that day with that person if you don't genuinely know even a shred of who they are outside of wearing that uniform, it's really hard to appreciate them, I find. Yeah, so yeah. You can say, I appreciate it, but why? Why yeah, do you yeah. appreciate me? Why, and, why, and what, what about me makes me special enough for you to appreciate what I do right, for right. you? And hit them with it. You know, I, you know, my mentees, you know, um, the, the younger guys in my shop, um, I don't have any gals, unfortunately, right now, but the younger guys in my shop, you know, I tell them, hey, I appreciate you for doing whatever, you know, hey, that was pretty cool that you stayed late the other day and got that knocked out. I really appreciate that because I didn't have to come in and do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That really makes a big difference to me, you know, whatever. And um, I feel like we're really disconnected emotionally out there as, as mechanics. We, we kind of like you said, it's kind of our culture to be kind of a little bit disconnected emotionally. And um, because I feel like, yeah, we're kind of hard and we don't want, I don't know, we don't want people to take advantage of us or we feel like, you know, people might turn that against us. But, you know, 
I, I just, I don't take things to heart. And sometimes people, you'll know, some of the guys in the shop are just not going to be cool with it. You know, they're just, they're, no. they, they, they're not. And, and you can hit them with it anyway and kill them with kindness. But um, you, you just got to move on and, and go with the people that are, uh, that are ready to receive it. You know what I mean? And just, and stay with it because, you know, you got to be positive and surround yourself with the other people that want to be positive. And those other people, um, you know, eventually they, they work themselves out. They just and become, you know, the difficulty is, is when they don't work themselves out. <laughs> oh, you ain't lying, brother. <laughs> it's I've seen it from, from both sides of the bench, you know, front and back back of house being in the big chair when you've got somebody toxic it it's difficult sometimes you don't even know they're toxic and that's the big thing because because we as mechanics we tend not we complain to each other right we we complain at length to each other yeah. very seldom does there a lot of positive come out of the comments is, oh fuck this oh fuck them they don't know what oh, they're dude, fucking talking shop about shop meeting let's have a shop meeting and then exactly. nobody says anything nobody and says anything and we're it gets, so passive aggressive, dude. We're and it so gets passive aggressive. <laughs> worse after those shop meetings. Oh yeah. Said, like uh, I recall, this is going back a couple of years at, at a body shop, and we had a gentleman who was at the time considered to be a very high producer and very high producer, and he left, and we were really concerned that shop productivity was just going to hit the fucking floor, like this is a, an individual who would produce 150 160 percent on hours like yeah huge huge and he was in an area where it was vital that that had to be at that level for the rest of the shop to flow properly he left and shop productivity didn't change full eight hour a day here person at 150 percent everyday person gone shop productivity did not change yeah you have apprentices that stepped up to the plate because all of a sudden they didn't have bullshit to deal with. You have preppers and painters who all of a sudden miraculously their productivity increased even more because the apprentices were now taking the time to communicate, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what's yeah. coming down the pipe. I've just taken on this, this and this. So the painters, instead of prepping, you know, the painter's mindset playing chess. Okay, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. I'm going to slot this in. I'm going to slot this in. I'm going to slot this in. I'm going to do these two bumpers. No, now I'm going to do six bumpers because I know those, 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 those are the, like, it was crazy because the shop started talking. Yeah. One person. It wasn't even 10% because it wasn't even a shop of 10. It was, I think it was a shop of 13 at the time. So it was less than 10% left. And not only we, did we not lose that less than 10%, we started to gain. Yeah, everybody else went up and made yeah. up the difference. And yeah. it was it was, it was was wonderful to watch because they did it themselves. So yeah. I'm thankful at the time that, you know, it was a really big wake-up call for me at the time to start to really try and focus on the culture because... Culture isn't just a, a a trend word, as Sean Welsh likes to say. It's not. It's trendy yeah, to say the culture. Buzzword, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that buzzword—it's buzzword. Yeah. Even as a leader, you can get so caught up in looking at data points and looking back at it that you're not actually looking at the culture of the shop and see is everybody happy. When you ask them, when you as a as a leader walking out of the shop, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Did you have fun? 
how are you feeling today? It's Tuesday. And they say, yeah. oh, it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. It's good. You know, and they go into some detail and, and you know, it sounds like it's pretty good and they're happy. But yeah. they're not. They're really not. Yeah. So yeah. that means that, and rightfully so, in a circumstance, I got fired from there. I wasn't communicating well with these people in, for some reason. We weren't connecting. I wasn't a good fit for the shop. I wasn't a good shit, good fit for the owner for one reason or the other. It doesn't matter whether I did anything positive or not, uh, or not in there. It wasn't, you know, I implemented processes and systems in there, Six Sigma. Uh, they had already come in. Do, they've already they had already been doing six sigma but we did more i took it to the nth degree i was looking at data points like crazy and finding ways to produce more and da, 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 da. it didn't matter if i did any of that thing positive because i wasn't helping the shop yeah the learning experience for me great awesome but it again brings us back to how as a leader how in your circumstance how is you that you've got 10 plus years doing yeah. what you do you got even more time turning wrenches, but 10 plus years doing what you're doing. Now that you're mentoring, what is the thing that you would say beyond sheer appreciation? What's a, what's a, what would be something that you could say that is not subjective, nor could it be taken disingenuously as I appreciate? Yeah. What is something tactical that you would say to say a lead tech or a shop foreman or or a supervisor in a shop that they can tactically go hey this i can do every single day all day every day and i'm going to help my techs be happier yeah well you know um i mean you hit a couple of things in there where it's like you know managers and you know i have a great manager but even a lot of times it's like the small tuck doesn't really jive with me you know i've been doing it for so long that i feel like the, the small talk might jive with the junior technicians, but it's like, dude, I'm here to make a paycheck. Like I'm here to make that paper. You know what I mean? They know that I know that, you know, I know what my, what, where my place is in this business. And I, I come here and I handle my business, you know? And so a lot of times I don't really like to be messed with, you know? Um, and so I don't, the, the positive portion of my day is my own. I make it my own positive. Uh, it's positive because I make it positive in my own mindset. And so like what my managers say to me, um, the only thing they can do is make it negative for me. Like they're not gonna come, they, they're better off saying nothing, you know, for me. <laughs> like uh, I can go out, be have a great day and no <laughs> great weeks, months. Um, but what I need from as a as a as a 10 plus year scenario um everybody gets in a slump right i know i get in ruts like about once a year i get in a couple of week rut where i'm like oh, i freaking hate it here but i'm saying it to myself you know because uh one if you're other if there's other mentors out there listening um it's your position to keep that crap to yourself like you don't go to your mentees and complain about other technicians in the shop you don't go to your mentees and complain about your managers in the shop. That stuff is your own. If you want to vent about it, you go to your manager and you let them know your feelings or, um, you know, that, that stuff you don't, that causes hate and discontent in the shop. You need to keep that crap to yourself. That's something I'm very serious about, I think. But, um, yeah, so I, I just, um, I just have that. I just create the positivity myself, but like, I don't feel like the, um, uh, I kind of lost a little train of thought there, but 
help me out here. Where was so I at? I, so I guess the biggest summary of that, and, and I think the most important thing to take that there's two things there. One, from manager's point of view, and I've said this before, but this is you kind of illustrated it by by experience. You personally, the best way a manager can help you is to for not necessarily you specifically, but anybody in your position, mechanics yeah. allowed, and I've said this before, is individualize. So yeah, you yeah. as a person, you don't want the small talk. But yeah, hey, yeah. how was your weekend? How was your day? What you have for lunch? What's going on? And, you know, what, <laughs> yeah. do you like do you like pineapple on pizza? That you don't want that. Yeah, and yeah. Realistically speaking, somebody who's talked to you probably a dozen times over the course of the first month of you being employed with them, they probably know that, or yeah. they should at least see the signs that you're making the social cues to walk away because you don't want to do small talk. You just want yeah, to, yeah. I'm here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can work hard. I can produce. You can see me produce. Leave me the fuck alone, and I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. work. That's so that individualizing you as that person don't want small talk. Yeah, yeah. Jim, besides so, yes. you, might just want to talk for. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so my second okay. point, yeah, and my so so back to that. So my second point says that re, that got me back in there. I got into a little like cove there mm -hmm. about the mentor part, but um, yeah. So uh, my second point to that was was I myself I get into a rut every once in a while, and um, I need my manager to see that, and I need him to come and say, hey, what's going on? I you know I I, I depend on him to see that in me, and come to me and say, hey. You need to get your crap together and uh, pull your britches up and your numbers are down, your sales are down, your customers are calling and they're upset. I need you to get your crap together. Yeah, that's your second That's your second big point. Being able to yeah. have a leader who's capable of seeing when you're up and when you're down and more exactly. importantly, being able to see that you're down, knowing that you're a good producer, you know that you're a good employee or know that you're a good tech, whatever the case may be, see, being able to see that, see that negative being able to help you through that and not weaponize any right. failures or dissatisfaction so that you as a person can go to your leader and say, hey, something ain't right. Or conversely, yeah. them come to you going, something's not right. And you don't have to worry about losing your job. Yeah, yeah. That's the and big that, one there, yeah. not weaponizing. Yeah, yeah. So if you were to in that position you were a manager and you come to the guy and you got a write up in your hand that's going to be a different conversation mm -hmm. if you come out i'm getting ready to get in my service truck and i'm getting ready to head out to my first customer for the day and you come out to me and you're like hey i know you're having a hard time out there but i need you to get it together that's the type of type of talk that i require you need to know your employee obviously right mm -hmm. they, they may need a pat on the back or whatever that's not the type of employee i am i need you to say hey i need you to get it together mm -hmm. i can tell that you're in a slump i need you to pull it together that's mm -hmm. the type of talk that i typically need but you got to know your employee because if that you come at the wrong yeah 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 if you come at them the wrong way some people don't you got to know the employee you know if you some people need that kind of talk some of them need a hey they need a little pat on the back a little rubbing Hey man, how, are you all right? You know, some people need that. Some of them need different, you know, there's different uh, ways to go about that. But. When it's done properly in both circumstances, whether it's positive, uh, middle of the road or a pot in the bat violation or a negative, hey, pick up your shit. Yeah. If that's done at the appropriate time for each of one of those, um, those are the important bits. Yeah. Those are the important bits. And, and I you're going to get results, you know, 100%. like I, yeah, I literally can turn my month around if my manager comes to me at the right time and he's like, hey, I don't know what's going on, but I need you to get it together. 
Right. You know, I can literally turn turn my numbers completely upside down and just make it happen. And next thing you know, I'm doing 12, 13, 14 hour days and I'm crushing my sales and my customers are all happy and, and I can turn it right around. You know what I mean? So it, if, if done properly and, mm -hmm. and I know that that that's the type of person I am, I feel like if you're a technician out there, you should know what is required to get your motivation to the next level. Mm hmm. And so I will go to my um, service manager if I get a new service manager or a new manager in place and I'll say, hey, look, I need you to keep an eye out for these things. Mm -hmm. This is how I know I'm sliding off. And when that happens, I need you to come out, have a tough talk with me, mm -hmm. and then I'll get back to work. Mm -hmm. I'm open and honest about what is needed to keep me motivated and on point. And I feel like um, you, other people should be too. You know yourself more than anybody, better than anybody else does. You need to be honest about it. And if you've got a new manager in there, he, help a brother out. You mm -hmm. know, Don't leave him out there just trying to figure it out. He's got 90,000 things he's trying to figure out. And he's drinking Especially from a fire. Ones. Yeah, he's drinking Especially from a, a fire hose, dude. You yeah. know, help a help a brother out. Say, hey, look, if you notice my numbers, my sales are going down. Can you fuck? Can you come out and give me the talk, brother? You know exactly. what I mean? Just just walk me around the freaking parking lot real quick and say, hey, I don't know what's going on. If you got something going on at home or whatever, I do care about those things, but you need to get your crap together. And Holler you know at what? Me after, at you're going to be you're going to be super special in that regard because there's not going to be a whole lot of dudes. Or, or girls out there that are going to be confident enough to say, you know, how they yeah. feel and what they need to pick them up. Because A, they may or may not know. And B, they'll be afraid of saying, especially the negative, say, hey, I need a pick. This is when I'm going to need a pick, pick me up if it happens. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's tough, man. That's tough. Well, it's tough. You It takes some self-reflection. I'm not going to lie big to time. you. But a person, you, you guys, I mean, if you want to go out there, you... You know, we always joke around and say, hey, you can come into this business. You can be a six figure guy and you can come out here and slay it and make that paper. But if you want to be a six figure guy, you want to be the top of the top, the five top five percent, like we've been talking about in SDL, you want to be a top five percenter. This is the type of stuff it takes. Mm -hmm. And that is the end of today's part one of two with Marshall Sheldon. Thank you very much for coming out, Marshall. It was a blast. Catch the Wrench Turners podcast next Wednesday when we finish our talk with Marshall, part two of two. We talk about legacy, building our junior techs into masters, reality of our young mechanics, and more. The Wrench Turners Wellness Survey is free. If you are an automotive dealership service manager, you could benefit from the intimate knowledge you find in 12 minutes on the survey if you have a high mechanic churn, your team isn't communicating, you're having difficulty getting the team to trust each other, or you're evaluating your staff. If it's not a bad idea, reach out to me, Joshua Taylor on LinkedIn, or email me at joshua at justworkhard.com. A big shout out to today's sponsor for the episode, Fixed Ops Marketing. Create and distribute as many videos as you want, as often as you want, for one low price with Prestige. Reach out to the folks at fixedopsmarketing.com to schedule your demo today. Lastly, I want to leave you with a quote until next week. Sometimes you turn back. Sometimes you walk away. And sometimes you find the place you're meant to be and you stay there. You find a way to make it work, whatever it takes. Make it heart. Thank you very much for listening. Hope to hear you back here next week. And remember, always clean your toys before you put them away.